Hola, it's the Gringo and the Man podcast. Now, here's Gringo and the Man. The man in the house. Gringo. <laughs> What's up, Gringo? Ah, the man. <laughs> Gringo and the man. I got to research that. That's that's a good research topic. When when did Gringo start? When did when did Mexicans start saying Gringo? Well, it's interesting, right? Because I mean, the show Gringo and the man. Oh, wait, no, that was <laughs> Chico and the man. Sorry. You're right. I mean, that's, I don't know. I mean, gringo, when, what are the, what is the origin story of the word? Are you Googling it now? There's a Wikipedia about gringo. Okay. So it says, uh, it's considered a foreigner from the perspective of Ibero-Americans. I don't even know how to say that. It is sometimes used pejoratively by Spanish speakers and in English, it can carry negative connotations. <laughs> yes. Yes. Possible other connotations may include monolingual. Mo- God, I can't fucking read English. <laughs> Possible <laughs> other connotations. Are you drunk? May include monolingualism or a lack of understanding. That's me. Or a lack <laughs> of understanding of Hispanic culture. <laughs> According yeah. to the Oxford English Dictionary. <laughs> The first recorded use in English comes from John Woodhouse Audubon's Western Journal of 1849 to 1850, in which Audubon reports that his party was hooted and shouted at and called gringos while passing through the town of Cerro Gordo and Veracruz. That means if white people found out that uh, the word was being used in 1849, that Mexicans probably came up with it like in 1750. <laughs> <laughs> At least. <laughs> so it's I mean this is That's what uh, I'm saying. this is this is timeless almost. I mean this is uh, this is this this is historic. Yeah. I uh, I'm a historical uh figure. <laughs> historical Gringo. figure. <laughs> I get around. But it's funny here. It says like like it tells you different countries and how they use it. Like Argentina, Chile, Spain, like I always thought it was 100% just a Mexican thing. No, we everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, man. Gringo everywhere. That its meaning is, quote, incomprehensible language, end quote. <laughs> so, there you go. That explains a lot. Yeah. Because uh, we are incomprehensible. So, yeah. So, the gringo is, you know. It's at least a couple centuries old. I am proud (laughs) to be labeled gringo because here's the thing. Like, I don't mind being the butt of the joke. You know why? Because you know what? What? I'm comfortable who I am. (laughs) You own it. I'm comfortable. Like, I, I understand that I am not perfect. I understand that I don't have all the answers. I understand I am a flawed human being. Yeah. So I'm comfortable with the pejorative uh, term, you know, the gringo, gringo. Like, I, you know, that's fine. And I understand apparently somebody, maybe you were telling me the other day, apparently white people are now being offended by calling, being called white people. Yeah, I heard that. You know, 
I'm just like, okay, now this shit is like, <laughs> like this, this is, I, it's not even meta. Like, I don't even know what that is <laughs> that white people would start being offended by being called white people. <laughs> but, you know, I just want to be the one person who is able to stand tall and be like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a gringo. Yeah. And I'm proud to be a gringo. Right. You could even be more specific. You could say you're an American gringo. But I think you should take one on the chin for all the gringos. Just be universal gringo? Universal. Just be universal gringo. That's the way to go. What would my pronoun be? <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, if you're a woman, it's gringa. So, you, oh, you're a gringo. Right, sure, of course. So, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, so you have to be gringex. <laughs> If you really want to encompass, you know, all gringos out there, then you got to be green X. If you want to be woke. If I was trans, would it be green T? It's green X. Okay. Yeah. X X marks the spot. Yeah. Yeah, No, I mean, in all seriousness, like I am, you know, comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. Enough to uh, wear that gringo label. (laughs) I'm just trying to provide hope and inspiration. For those other closeted gringos out there, you know, the people, the gringos in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. That just don't want to come out as gringo. Right. I want to be their, their, their Harvey Milk. You're going to be the liberator. I'm going to be the Malcolm X of all the gringos. (laughs) By any means necessary. Well, you know, honestly, it's a lot easier calling you gringo than it is sourdough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's fascinating. They they both end with O. Should I just go with O? (laughs) O. sourdough green oh yeah so what's going on uh what's going on in your world you just got back from fucking uh goddamn uh, redwoods and fucking humboldt and shit speaking of gringo i just got back from from bigfoot country bigfoot man dude i had no idea i was up in northern california i had never been that far north you know usually go to the bay area and that's about as far north as I go. But we ended up going all the way to Eureka and Humboldt Eureka. County. Eureka. Yeah, Humboldt County. And I have never seen so many white homeless people in my life. And I had never seen so many Bigfoot stickers on cars in my life. <laughs> so it was quite the eye opener. So wait, so there were more white homeless people there than in Santa Monica? There was only white homeless people. <laughs> That was it. <laughs> That's all I saw was white homeless people. I didn't see any other ethnicity of homelessness. <laughs> I'm guessing they were all stoned to the bejesus. I don't think it's a very diverse community. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I was up at Humboldt uh, University watching my my daughter play soccer against. Well, she's she plays in Hawaii, uh, team from Hawaii, and they were playing against Humboldt University, and. Their mascot. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Your daughter goes to college in Hawaii. Yeah. And she was playing. She, she plays soccer there. Yeah. And she's coming to Humboldt County to play soccer with the university there. Yeah. Are these the two highest teams on Bud? <laughs> I mean, are they fucking smoking? Like, like, what else is there to do except smoke weed in Humboldt County and or Hawaii? Like, the, those two teams must have been the highest, the highest fuck. If you were in Humboldt University and they asked you to come up with the the mascot for the team, what what, what would it be? <laughs> what would you come up with? 
blunt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe not a blunt. That, that might, might be too urban. I don't know. It would just be a big, a big, a big bud, just a big green <laughs> bud with red hairs <laughs> running around. <laughs> Go team. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. oh shit right <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. go team yeah they're not the blunts what was the mascot <laughs> they were the jacks the jacks as in the lumberjacks <laughs> oh jeez That's so gringo. That's that's gringo to the max. That's gringo in a in a in a plaid uh, uh red and black flannel shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was um pretty interesting. And you 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 know what my my daughter's team, what their mascot is. They're they're uh University of Hawaii at Hilo. And you know what their mascot is? Well, I was going to make a classic joke about a lay, but um, <laughs> that's, you know, that's your daughter we're talking about, so I probably, should, I probably shouldn't go there. I'm not sure. They are the Vulcans. The Vulcans. How do you get the Vulcans? As in volcanoes. Oh, geez. Of course. So it's a V with a mm-hmm. burning red head. Wow. All right. So, yeah. So versus Humboldt. <laughs> I don't know. My money's on the volcanoes. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, it was just an interesting trip because it was very much, first of all, it's a beautiful country out there, right? There's this beautiful forest and we, we took a bunch of um, excursions through the redwoods up there and that's all beautiful and everything. And then some parts of like Eureka were really, it was like it's downtown. They're trying to re- revitalize and there's these really beautiful Victorian homes and stuff like that, that they're, you know, renovating. And so it's really nice. But diversity is not, the, <laughs> it's not their, for, their forte. And it was just really interesting to see all these Bigfoot, just people were wearing Bigfoot shirts. And I just saw Bigfoot stickers on cars everywhere. And it was just really interesting because I was like, oh, yeah. I remember Bigfoot when I was like a kid. <laughs> Apparently, these people talk about it all day long. Still, this reminds me of a of a of a muse a musical I want to write, <laughs> as if I could write a musical. But for whatever reason, there's part of me that wants to like write a musical about Sasquatch, about Bigfoot, right? You know, yeah. like it, right? Because it's like what a what a tragic character. You know what I mean? He's out there. Like he keeps trying to show himself to people and connect and nobody believes yeah. that there's only a few people that, you know, believe, but most people don't believe. And he's, he's just a lonely, tragic kind of character. What was so funny was when I got back, literally the day after I got back, I'm on Facebook and one of my friends who lives here in the mountains here and, and you know, outside of um, like right near Lake Arrowhead. So not too far from LA, but he lives up in in the forest up there, he posted a video of Sasquatch hmm. in, right outside Lake Arrowhead. And he's he, he's like posting it on Facebook and he's like zooming in and you see this figure just standing there in the, in the middle in between the forest. And he's like, look, look, right, I'm, I'm literally just looking at this Sasquatch. And he's like, here's my house. He shows his house. He's like, look, zooms back in. He's like, look, he's just right there. 
But as soon as I started recording, he stopped moving. And but you can see him. <laughs> and he's not moving and he's recording and he keeps he he talks for about, I don't know, thirty seconds or whatever. And then he turns off the video. <laughs> like he didn't record like like the part where Sasquatch like walks away or <laughs> he didn't record that part. He just recorded the part. Where See, this is why people go. don't believe. I know. This is because of a lot of quitters out there. Yeah. It's like, dude, you've got Sasquatch in your viewfinder. Yeah. Keep recording. Do not dude. stop recording. Yeah. yeah. I want to send him. And I didn't, I didn't reply or anything, but, or comment, but I really wanted to like, dude, why would you, why would you turn your fucking camera off? Dude, you had Sasquatch. You finally had Sasquatch. I wonder how many supernatural phenomena we have lost or that we've never even known of because the person decided to just turn their camera off or not take the photo or yeah that ufo that alien it's like yeah that happened to me oh this is some boring shit yeah we we, we saw ufos and i had a blackberry at the time and they a were blackberry the, the freaking <laughs> i think i knew you then too <laughs> yeah <laughs> the freaking ufos were right there i could see them my dad saw them my son my son was the one who saw them spotted them first and then we were all looking at them literally for 15 minutes and they were just doing all these freaking maneuvers and and when you turn away you'd lose them because they kind of were like it's it's like you know those those uh Remember those those pictures back in the day where you would stare at something like a poster and then it was just a bunch of gibberish, but then you focus and then you'd see an image pop out of it? Yeah, right. Like that that's what it was like. And so it was almost like they were transparent, like oval-shaped transparent things. And once you saw them, you saw them and you couldn't mistake. You knew there was something different. But then as soon as you turned away, you, it was hard to find it again. So anyway, the point is I took my BlackBerry out. <laughs> my BlackBerry barely recorded the blue sky. So, <laughs> so it was pointless. So yeah, so thanks thanks to shitty technology, I got shitty results. And I just, I was so bummed because I was like, where's my, I wish I had a real camera right now. And I didn't. So it was all part of their plan, dude. Oh, they did it on purpose. They're so superior, intelligent beings that they have created, you know, all kinds of ways to thwart our ways of recording them and communicating with them. And 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 BlackBerry was uh, <laughs> was one of their master plans. <laughs> A lot of people don't realize the CEO founder of BlackBerry is an alien. <laughs> Is BlackBerry still around? It's got to be. It's probably. It's got to be still around. Yeah, it, it's probably around in some fashion. It's let's, probably like, here. Let's Google. Let's see. Let's if, see what uh, it is now. Like they probably don't even sell phones anymore. It's probably like some BlackBerry phones. Holy shit! Things came up. It was BlackBerry.com. Yeah. Secure devices. Yes, yeah, there's a few uh, few devices here. Let me rush out and not get one. <laughs> I guess Apple's announcing some new shit tomorrow. They're announcing that now their phones are going to cost like $10,000? Probably. And then I'll have to rush out and get one. Did you just see that? I'm looking at the BlackBerry website. 
Are you seeing this? Yeah. They are still making Blackberries with the freaking keyboards. The yeah. keyboards. That's that, yeah. they're still making it. Yeah. That's but that's the Blackberry thing. They're like, not giving up. They're not giving up. No, they're not. I mean, that's their differentiator. That's unique. That's their unique, uh, you know, sales uh, differentiator. People love that fucking uh, keyboard, that tactile <laughs> fucking keyboard. They must be selling millions of these. <laughs> well, thousands anyway. <laughs> but I mean, you know, what a fall from grace, right? I mean, uh, you think about BlackBerry, you think about Nokia, you think about these companies that were just dominant. And they couldn't keep up with the times. Oh, man. That's the thing about technology. It keeps evolving. You can't think you're at the top. Technology keeps evolving and we keep devolving. Right. Is there a correlation? I don't know. It could be. Deep thoughts on Gringo and the man. My, um, speaking of phones, my, uh, I'm not going to out him, but let's just say a certain Come on, phone. out him. A Fuck certain, him. No. Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's vile. I know it's no, vile. No, it's, it's a family member. <laughs> oh, okay. And was showing me his new phone. And it's one of those new phones where the screen folds in half. You seen this shit? I have not seen this shit. <laughs> so it's just like you, you first you look at it and it looks like a regular phone, except it's thinner. And, you know, okay. there's the screen and there's everything. And then all of a sudden you just open it up and it's like a tiny iPad. <laughs> Who makes it? It's like an Android thing, I guess, or something. I guess. I don't know. What the fuck? I've got to Google this. What's it called? I don't know what it's called. It's got to be. It's, it's. Let's see. So it's a folding phone. I'm just going to I'm just gonna Google folding phone. Let's see. Android. Samsung Galaxy Fold? There you go. That's probably it. Okay. It's right here. It's the Samsung Galaxy Z, I guess, or whatever. Dude, it's like 2000 bucks. It's fucking. Wow. It's like 2000 bucks, dude. Just when I thought I was an idiot for spending a thousand bucks on a phone, someone told me, hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) So. Holy shit. This thing is 2000 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it does for 2000 bucks? I can imagine the things that it doesn't do for 2000 (laughs) bucks. What, what, what does it do for 2000 bucks? The screen folds. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what it does yeah <laughs> that's what it does yeah that's, you're paying fifteen hundred dollars for a cool magic trick to fold the screen for for a bifold wallet for something for a flip phone it's a fucking flip phone oh my god that's what the fuck it is it's the fucking flip phone that's all they've done they've just repackaged the goddamn yeah same old shit. So anyway, we'll line well, up like fucking lemmings. Oh yeah, sheep led to the slaughter. Yeah, but I guess you know if if you're into that kind of shit, I guess it's it's fun. Yeah, man. I I'm I'm just you know I don't know. I'm not an early adopter. I would not call myself an early. I, I'm guessing people think out there that who who know me or have met me or whatever they probably if they had to bet. They probably would bet I'm an early adopter. Yeah. But I, I'm not. I've always been the kind of person that waits for the second version. Oh, yeah. That's that's me, too. That's why I had the BlackBerry for so long. Because the, the first right. Apple uh, iPhones came out. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. But I bet you there's a lot of fucking 
fucked up shit about it right now. <laughs> I bet you a bunch of stuff doesn't work on it. <clears throat> and sure enough, you know, the iPhone, the iPhone two came out, and I think, I think my first iPhone was like iPhone three. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a four. Yeah, you know that's that's a good question. I know I didn't get the the first one. I know that. I think I got the second one. I think I got the second one. You know, it kind of throws you off a little bit on the cycle not being a, a first adopter because you sometimes have to wait a little extra long to like somehow get the extra cool shit. Yeah. But on balance, I'm glad not to be a first adopter because I think you know for the most part you're paying a premium for. The first pancake. Who wants the first pancake? Nobody fucking eats the first pancake. <laughs> well, at least I don't anyway. And and I like to hold on to my iPhones as long as possible. Like I, I'm not the one. Yeah. I, I don't want the next version right away. I just I, I don't care about the bells and whistles on it. If the one I'm if the one I have right now is is serving me, you know, I had the iPhone seven for like a long, long, long time. From the seven, I went to the. What I have now, the 11 Pro or whatever, I'm hanging on to this one as long as I can. You know, they're already up to the 12 now, right? So I don't know what's happening tomorrow, but. Well, tomorrow, it's the 13th. It's the 13th. <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, they're announcing the 13th. So so I've heard. So I've heard. So yeah, you're all, so you're even further behind yeah. than you realize. And now. just today, actually, I told I. I in the group chat, I told the family to uh, immediately update their software because did you see that there was a breach? Did you update your software today? Oh, shit. No. Yeah. So On my iPhone? Yeah, on your iPhone. iPhone and iPads, you need to update it immediately because there's some, what they call it, spyware that that's like on on phones right now, on iPhones. Okay. If you don't do this. It says uh, Apple issues emergency security updates to close a spyware flaw. And I just saw this today in the New York Times. I went to my, it's Israel's NSO group is infecting anyone who has an iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, or Mac computer. So it can steal your passwords. It can control your camera. It can control, you can get to your, um, Camera, microphone, recorded messages, text, and emails, and even calls, and even those sent via encrypted messaging. So, if you don't uh, do this today, then uh, they have all your info, <laughs> which they probably already do, anyways. I assumed that that porn site I visited several years ago <laughs> took all my shit. Yeah. So, like, I figure at this point. I'm, uh, I'm, I've been fucked, you know, I'm, you know, what, what am I going to do now? You like those people that got COVID already and they didn't want to get the vaccine because they're like, I have, uh, I got it. I have it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I already got it. I already got it. And my, my, my body is, is creating its own immunity naturally. <laughs> so I don't need the, I don't need the vaccine. So you're the exact same that, way. That's with a technology. perfect analogy. That's a perfect analogy. <laughs> That that is that is you know, but here's the deal: if Apple is so fucking smart, yeah. right? Like, why? And if if these updates are so important, like if it's a matter of like, yeah, you know, international spy rings, you know, infecting my OS, can't they just fucking force the the upgrade and the uh, reboot? Like, why do I have to take time out of my busy day 
to fucking do their work. Just fucking force that shit. You know, make my phone reboot. Fucking upload that new shit. Right. You know, make it a little more, you know, convenient, a little more automated. What's up? I hear all this shit about automation, yet I seem to have to do everything. You automatically pay them. That's what they do. When I went to do that, um, it was funny because it said that the upgrade was highly recommended for all users. And then below mm-hmm. it, there was a link to explain why you needed to do this, mm-hmm. you know? And when you went to that link, mm-hmm. it said, oh, Apple doesn't share specific issues with why we're requiring this kind of thing. But, you know, <laughs> like, just trust us. You need to do it because um, we're not going to tell you why, but just trust us and do it. Because <laughs> if we tell you, yeah. it's some fucked up shit. And we don't want to tell you. Know, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I got my issues with capitalism yeah. in this country. But like part of my issue with capitalism in this country is that we don't really have capitalism, right? Mm -hmm. We have, because capitalism would be pure capitalism, right? Would be about competition and breaking up, you know, monopolies and, you know, trying to give consumers choice and freedom and all that shit. And we don't have this shit. We have government-funded, government-supported fucking monopolies and industries because, of course, shit's too big to fail. It's like, oh, this company, you know, it's you know, it's like a bank. It's like an automotive company, a tech company. We got to bail them out. They're too big to fail. No, no, let those fuckers fail. You know, but I mean, in terms of tech, you know, Apple, Amazon, Google, Facebook, whatever it is, like we got three or four. They're so big, it's hard to understand how big they are right it's like break this shit up man it's like this is a this is not uh capitalism i don't even know what this is it's like it's just corruption well yeah the, the corruption is crazy like the, so today um i was also reading about um you know in this new biden plan the 3.5 trillion dollar thing or whatever <clears throat> so oh yeah the infrastructure yeah the, so there's yeah, this stimulus there's this thing now where they're they put this bill in there that's going to give the IRS well, what they're asking, what the IRS wants to do is anyone who has $600 or more in a bank account, they're going to monitor every single deposit. Money going in and out of any and every uh, bank account with $600 or more. What are they smoking? They can barely do the work that they currently have. Well, what they're doing do. is they're telling the banks to do the heavy lifting. So the banks are going to have to submit information on all their account to the IRS because what they're supposedly the, the reasoning for this is, you know, they're going after like all this lost money, right? All this like, like uh taxes, tax money that, that, that they're not, <clears throat> that they're losing on, losing out on right now because people, you know, forget to uh, claim certain amounts of money or, or you know, moving around, you know, doing shady business or whatever. But it's, it, it's fucking ridiculous, you know. It's like, so now we're just going to give them, you know, carte blanche to, like, all our accounts and they can just fucking – it's an automatic audit, like, like every year is what it, right. what it is. Well, no, no, but here's the deal. It's not everybody's accounts. Yeah. It's, it's, it's your account. It's my account. Right. 
and it's our neighbor's accounts. Right. But it's not Jeff Bezos' account. Yeah. It's not Elon Musk's account. Right. But it's not fucking right. uh, the billionaires right. that fucking need to pay their fucking fair share. Right. They're not paying shit. Right. They're going to be, you know, so so they're going to fucking audit us. Yeah. Well, you know, 600, some <laughs> fucking hardworking fucking person that makes, you know, a thousand bucks a, a month, a, a yeah. every two weeks. They're going to yeah. audit their accounts. That's right. And yeah, they're doing it under the guise of going after, you know, these wealthy people Bullshit. who security, who move money around. So we're, why don't they set it, the threshold that like. If your account has millions of dollars, let's start there. Let's start with those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, like the person making that kind of money is like, has any money to hide. Yeah. They, they don't have any money to hide. They don't have any money to find, let alone hide. We could do a lot better in our country if the guy that's making $600, you know, a week, if we really caught him and, and got his tax money, oh man, our country would be so much better. Yeah, yeah, let's great. let's collect pennies yeah. when we could be collecting fucking dollars, <laughs> you know. Okay. It's just so crazy the in the name thing, of fucking No, but the fucking crazy thing is like this shit's it's going to go under the radar. Like who knows about that? Who like it's just going to become a law. It's just going to be it's going to get passed and then and then what? Then we're fucked. Cuz then what do you do? I got one word for you. Mhm. I got one word that will solve all this problem for you. What is it? Crypto. Yeah. No. ETH. No. This affects crypto. Also, by the way, this this affects it affects crypto. It affects like all kinds of money markets. It's it's it's, it's across the board. So it's like um, who threw who threw this in? The Democrats or the Republicans? Well, Democrats, of course, because you know the Republicans are like, you know, let's let our all our homeboys off the hook. Let's not you know let's just pretend that they don't have to pay shit. And we're cool with it. So, of course, the Democrats will jump in and say, no, we're going to go all the way on the other side of the spectrum. And we're going to, you know, we're going to fucking, you know, fuck everybody up now to go after these guys. It's just like, you know, it's like the pendulum swings, right? So, it's like, uh, it's just a fucking joke, dude. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, man. You know, it's like I am socially liberal, fiscally conservative. To put it simply, uh, I vote Democratic. I'm a registered independent, but vote Democrat 99.9% of the time. But I'll tell you what, fucking Democrats, man. I'm like, I'm kind of over them. I'm over all of them. I'm over everything. It's like, what the fuck? Like, we got, like, you know, in this state, it's so easy to issue a recall in California, like a million signatures. You can, Gavin Newsom can win the, the election by 61%. And yet a, some fucker can get a million signatures and start a recall just because they don't like the, the choice that voters made. Like, it's crazy, man. How much money, time, energy, and goodwill are we wasting? No, it's, it's this, this whole country is just this fucked up. It's just fucked up. It's it's rotten to the core. It's uh, good times. <laughs> and yet it's the best one out there. <laughs> I, I don't know what country. Maybe, maybe I'd move to Sweden. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know about. I have good down parkas. But uh, yeah, no, I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's like 
this country's always been fucked up. It's going to be fucked up. Like I don't ever see, you know, this American experiment, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm grateful to have been born here and raised here and the whole thing, but I'm also not some, you know, naive romantic motherfucker that thinks our country is, you know, some uh, shining uh, lighthouse, uh, shining light on a fucking mountain, whatever fucking Reagan said. You know, it, it's it's uh, you know, it's just, we've always been. I mean, here's the thing: like, if you believe in karma, which I do, I just don't see how you escape the karmic implications of a mass genocide and a slavery of people. How do you know? How do you outrun that? I don't know, man. You're the gringo. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, I'm here to tell you, you can't, you can't fucking outrun it. That shit catches up with you. The karma, the karma cops are coming, are coming for us. Not you. No, not me. I'm, I'm, I'm the green <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We just keep it moving. Keep doing what we want to do. Keep trying. Keep fighting. That's all you can do. Boy, so we just can't all get along? can we all just fucking get along? Well- this is the point of, of of what we're doing, right? It's gringo on the mat. We're we're trying to get gringo along. On the mat. We are living proof that it is possible. We're trying to show people how to do it. How to do it. Do it with humor. You do it with love. You do it with good-natured fun and uh, and tomfoolery, whatever that is. You do it on video far away from each other. That's the way you do it. You do it approximately 50 miles apart over the interweb. <laughs> that's how you do it. Whatever oh works. God, that's hilarious. Whatever works. How can we all get along virtually? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe virtual technology will, will save the world in the end because it will just keep people apart. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's the Matrix. That's why the Matrix is coming out this year. You know, Matrix, uh, what, part four? What is it? Have you seen the previews? No, I, I, someone sent me the link and uh, I forgot to watch it, but I heard it's really good. Yeah, I haven't checked it out either. I got to check it out. Yeah, I should check it's it supposed out. To, I mean, I've heard good things, but yeah, everyone, everyone's like, like spacing out and they're like, oh, this is, this is awesome. This is the best. I think, I think the Matrix is, uh, it's too on, on the nose, I think, for what's going on right now. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, preview for the movie The Rescue? No, I don't even know what that is. So, and I didn't either until the other day. So, remember a couple of years ago when those 13 uh, boys in Thailand got trapped in that cave? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Dude, Na- National Geographic uh, and, you know, whoever had the fucking money and presence of mind to, like, film the whole the ordeal. Oh, like it's know? like a documentary or like, like it's a documentary about the rescue. Oh shit. Called the rescue. Oh shit. Dude, the previews, the previews are off the charts. Like I was like, damn, holy shit. It dude, it is as high stakes as high stakes gets like, damn to hear these, the, the best of the best. I mean, like, like you could mm. not get, they got the divers and, and, and technicians and, experts who were just like the world's best and they're just like there was zero margin for error like like there was no going there was only one way in and one way out wow and if you didn't fucking do your job perfectly 
in total darkness in spaces that you can barely get through in water no like those 13 boys were gonna die all of them you know yeah just a two-minute preview like i'm just like i'm so anxious to see this one i think it comes out in october and but it it's crazy what those guys pulled off and to get all 13 of those boys out wow you know i don't think anyone died i think everybody got out no no they they, they, everyone survived i remember that wow that's some crazy shit right there yeah man here let me uh tell you what let me see you know with this riverside shit yeah i can uh apparently i can uh share my screen so can you see my screen now no did i do that right hold on uh share i'm trying to share why isn't that sharing i just see you lucky you uh entire screen window chrome tab let's see here this technology in real time happening there's nothing more exciting on a podcast than trying to figure out the technology <laughs> listening to people watch something as we're trying to go through <laughs> yeah i fuck it's not working for some reason oh never mind just do yourself a favor and watch the rescue preview no, i will it's just it's like the hair the hair oh. on the back of my neck sort of stood up and my i got goosebumps and because i don't know about you but i mean are you claustrophobic you know what i not really, but I got to say that if if I was in a situation like that, I would be pretty fucked up. <laughs> well, because like not only, right, are you crawling through the smallest space that your body can barely get through, but you are in water wearing a fucking scuba tank and mask and gear. And you're in total darkness trying to get, I mean, it is like, I don't even know how those fucking kids got down there. That's the other thing too. Like the other thing I did, I guess, I mean, I will come out in the movie. No, I th- I'm I th- sure. I like think, how they actually got trapped. Yeah. I think they were down there and then, then the high tide came. And so they the got monsoon, s- the water, right. Something like the high that, tide. Right. Okay. Like they, when they were down there, it was dry. And then all of a sudden, but um, I remember when, when this happened, I remember that they were talking about there was like a section where the scuba gear couldn't you like it was either the gear or the person, but both couldn't go at the same time. So you had to like take off the gear and swim a certain section without the gear. You know, that's fucking crazy. I would I just die. I just say, fuck it. Dude. I mean, they had, they had like, you know, they had the Navy SEALs, like the best of the best. I mean, just, and th- these guys were just like, you, you couldn't, it was like the worst situation they've ever been in, but you couldn't let your emotion or your brain get in the way. Like you just had to be a stoic ninja, badass motherfucker to save these young boys lives. Like it, it the story is incredible. It's, I cannot wait to see this movie. I mean, I can barely, I can barely tie my shoes. I wonder like, uh, if those kids had to go back to do that same job after the day, they were, you know, like a few months later, they were like, okay, go get back into your job. Re- redo. Yeah. Redo. <laughs> you know, I, got, I have no idea about Let's, that. But. Yeah. It's like they, 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 the next summer they did it again. Cause the first, the first time they fucked it up. 
have you ever done any like scuba diving or cave exploring or anything like that? Not really. Snorkeling, anything like that? Did snorkeling like in Mexico, just on the beaches. One of the most beautiful cave, I can't even say explorations because they were freaking 50 yards from the from the beach. But when I was in Dubrovnik, which was then Yugoslavia. Where haven't you been, asshole? <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> Ireland, Yugoslavia. I'm the man, dude. Mexico. I'm not the man for nothing. You know, you are the man. <laughs> Jesus. Awesome. But here's the thing. We were... We were in this freaking beautiful hotel that was in the, the the cliff of the mountain. And the elevator, you take the elevator down to the beach. It had its own private beach because the beach was in between the, the these cliffs. And the only way to get down there was to take the elevator in, in the hotel. So I, I don't remember how. Like all the way down to the sand. All the way down to the sand. So, like to the beach. Yeah. So you wow. go through all wow. these, these, you know, rocks and, and the cliffs, and it was really cool. And um, we went down there, and <laughs> it was funny because, you know, we're like, I was like, what, 18 years old, right? We're there with my soccer team. We were traveling Europe playing soccer. And um, we, we look out the windows, and we and we just see, like, a bunch of chicks on the beach, just, uh, you know, sun tanning, right? But you're in Europe, and these chicks are from, like, Switzerland or Sweden or whatever. And so, you know, it's, you know, they need to get a tan. So what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> so they're, we're, we're all going hold, down. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I want to make sure I'm following. What exactly are you getting at? So they're using... They're using the so so they're trying to they're in the beach they're trying to get a tan so what, are you saying they're using sun tanning lotion they're using sun tanning lotion all over their bodies and all over their bodies and apparently apparently I didn't know this but apparently over there when you're in Europe the the top of the bikini is in the way okay it's in the way bikini top it's in the way is blocking the sun the the material of the bikini top is getting in the way uh, of their of the sun sweat. rays tanning your skin because if you wore that you would have tan. It would look terrible, right? probably. So wait, so wait, hold on. So are you implying that in Europe that the the, the bikini tops are, are 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 discarded? They're very optional. They're very optional. So wait, so so they don't have tan lines there. They have they have armpit hair, but not tan lines. <laughs> So it's a trade-off. Wow. What a strange place. Okay. Continue. Continue. So, of course, we decided we have to go explore this beach, you know? So we all go down there and the water is freaking beautiful. It's the, it's the Adriatic Ocean. You could see Italy on the other side of the, of the water and it's crystal clear and blue. And there's these caves that you could swim to that are, like I said, maybe like 50 yards away from the beach. And they're in these cliffs. And so we swam over there and explored these cliffs and with like white, white, white sand. And we found like <clears throat> like these al- Green, gringo sand. Did they did they call it gringo it was sand? Gringo sand. <laughs> and there was like uh we found <laughs> these like albino uh crabs living in there. It was pretty cool. 
that was pretty cool. That was a uh, gringo crabs. <laughs> so, so that, that was kind of cool. I, I've never done anything, any real, real exploration. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not, well, but that gave you, but I mean, you know, like, but, but can you imagine doing that? Right. Like, like in a space that is like four feet wide or something, you know, it's like, wow. You know, and knowing that somebody's life depends on your fucking pulling it off. You think about that, right? Like you think about guys or people, human beings that are wired like that. I mean, your heart rate never gets above say 68 beats per minute. I mean, that's ninja shit. Like it's like literally like it's crazy. Like you just like, I guess you're just, I mean, you just have to be born that way. Right. Like you can't learn that shit. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you can learn it. It's probably yes. And right. Yeah. Like you probably have to have some genetic wiring some, you know, and then you have, you have to have fantastic training. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think you have to have both, but, um, well, let's see what kind of jobs you like, obviously as a fireman, as a, you know, like you said, a, a some kind of rescue person. Yeah, like, a search know, and rescue, like, like, first responders, like yeah. lifeguard, or like a, you know, those those uh, obviously those military guys, you know. But someone's got to do it, right? Someone's got to have that nerve. Someone's got to be able to make those rescues. Did you ever hear about the the the, the there was there was this Navy SEAL who I guess apparently was on the uh, the mission that killed uh, Osama bin Laden. Okay. But after that whole thing, I guess he sort of retired to Idaho or something or Montana or whatever. And it was just, this was like a couple of years ago or whatever. And he woke up in the middle of the night and heard these guys like breaking in. Okay. It was, maybe it was like early in the morning. I don't even know. It was middle of the night. Anyway, he wakes up. He hears a couple people like breaking in his house you know but he's a fucking seal right so he literally he just like gets up out of the bed and he's just waiting you know he's just like standing in this like by the door or whatever and he's waiting and he's listening and he under and he hears and discerns that there's like three guys right right and you know he's pretty convinced they're armed or whatever but he waits and he waits and he waits and he finally waits for them to come in his room and he proceeds to break their arms and disarm them. Okay. Yeah. And ties them up. Okay. <laughs> Fucking puts on a kettle for some tea, calls the cops. And, you know, an hour later, whatever, cops show up and all these guys are fucking hogtied. <laughs> broken arms. Right. Fucking disarmed as the fucking seal is sitting there. Drinking his fucking tea. Ninja shit, right? So anyway, that's not even the cool part. I mean, that is the cool part. But the fucking punchline is that those fuckers actually meant to be breaking into the house next door. Yeah, they fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently the guy next door owed him some money for some drugs. There you go. (laughs) Oops. You know know what the the lesson is in that story? Don't do drugs. <laughs> no. When you sell drugs, move and live next to a Navy SEAL. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I'm looking for a house in my in 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 this neighborhood. Oh, cool. What are you what are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for a SEAL that I can move next to. <laughs> I want a Navy SEAL to the left of me 
and uh, a green beret on my right. You know, I, I I'm not a military guy. I don't I I don't I'm not a particular fan of people who not people, but I'm not a fan of the government and the military what they use them for. But I will say that they do serve their purpose, and um, you know when you when you see some of these real you know real dudes that come out of there that that'll kill you in a heartbeat you're like oh shit you know like that's some crazy shit you know to be able to to make a human being to create a human being that's basically like this fucking a killing machine you know like that that's what our government does and they do it very well a professional they, killing they machine. do it very well <laughs> they know how to create these kind of people so this guy I went to high school with he grew up in a he grew up in a, in a in the neighborhood across town so we didn't really meet until high school cuz he went to a different you know elementary and junior high school but you know super chill guy super chill super nice and you know not that big just lean skinny you know yeah very low key dude Super nice. I mean, everybody liked him. Every, you know, just friend to everybody, like whatever. And after high school, you know, I kind of, you know, we all lose track of each other, whatever. Right. But somewhere along the way at some reunion or whatever, I, you know, I run into this guy again and he became a seal, you know? Wow. And I'm just like, and he, and it was, it was as if they somehow gave him some growth hormone too. Like he somehow yeah. just kind of yeah. got taller and, and just solid, you know, and, and still the most even keel, nice guy, you know? Yeah. And I was talking to his wife and, and, you know, they, they met, uh, they, you know, they were living in San Diego cause fucking, you know, seal bases like out in San Diego, whatever. Yeah. And I was talking to his wife and she's like, yeah, some nights. His beeper goes off and he's gone. I don't know where he's going. I don't know what he's doing. I'll never know where he goes, what he does. Wow. And, you know, and I'm just like, dude, I've known you since ninth grade. <laughs> you know, tell me some yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. we go back. Right. You know? Right. And he's just like, he's just smiling. You know, he's just standing there smiling. I'm just like, fuck the shit this dude has seen, let alone done. Like, how many fucking bodies you got? You know what I mean? Oof. Yeah, those guys are the real deal. I, w I wouldn't want to fuck with any of those guys. What if you did? What if you just like <laughs> fucked with them? You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Tickle, tickle, tickle. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> they would literally pick you up and just <laughs> throw you, you know, whatever, you know. I'd be, by the way, it'd be an honor. I got my ass kicked by Seal. <laughs> you run into dudes who, who, um, know how to defend themselves or know how to just protect, you know, whatever they're protecting. And they can be, you know, Navy SEALs. They can be bouncers at a bar, you know. But there's just certain people that just know how to use their bodies in a way that uh, they'll just kick your ass instantly. Like I remember one time me and a buddy, we were in, in London, my first time in London. Here we go again. Jesus fucking Christ. Yugoslavia, Ireland, <laughs> Mexico, now London. Well, by the way, I forgot Humboldt. Humboldt. Yeah. Well, look, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, London. Go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to educate here the, you know, 
not everyone gets to travel the world. You are the man. So why not let people know, you know. Certainly not now. In a global pandemic, nobody's traveling. So, I'm yeah, not traveling. So, so well, I, I, yeah, up north I traveled, but that's it. Well, that was a road trip. So I never thought I'd like London. I, I was I was like, ah, eh, London, I don't know. I don't, I don't have, I don't think I have anything that I really want to check out over there. And we were on a layover on the way back from the UK and we stopped in London. And we were there for one night. And I fucking loved it. I was like, and I've since since then I've been back a couple more times and I love it. It's such a great city. But anyways, I'll never forget the first time we're walking around, just checking stuff out. And there's this club and some bouncers outside. And all of a sudden, these fucking guys just jump, like, jump out of the club or got thrown out of the club, actually. They got thrown out of the club. And they're in the middle of the street and they're all talking shit to the bouncers. There's more of them than there are bouncers. So there's probably like 10 guys and probably like five bouncers. And the bouncers are just looking at them like just, you know, just staring them down, not saying a fucking word. And these drunk dudes are talking all kinds of shit and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, but far enough away from the guys, from the bouncers, so they can't get touched, right? But one guy is so drunk that he thinks he's going to take on the five bouncers, right? Oh, yeah. Of the course. one guy. Yeah. The one guy. Like liquid courage. His nine buddies are drunk, but not stupid. <laughs> and they're trying to tell him like, let's just go, let's just go, let's just go. And he's like, no. And so he charges the fucking bouncers, right? And one fucking bouncer, none of them flinch. None of the bouncers flinch. One bouncer just gets in front of the others, grabs this guy so quickly and throws him in a headlock and puts him to sleep. I mean, in like 30 <laughs> seconds, like he just, before the guy knew it, he was on the ground with his wallet and his glasses and everything all over the floor. And the guy was out and, and, and he just put him down gently on the, on, in the middle of the road and walked and he just walked back and all the bouncers just walked back into the club, like nothing. <laughs> and his buddies run, the guy's buddies run and they're picking up this guy and he's fucking totally knocked out. And so, as the bouncers are walking back to the club, we're crossing their path now. And my buddy goes, hey, what, what, what happened? Like, he's telling the bouncers, hey, what happened, you know? And the, I'll never forget, the bouncer looks at, at my buddy and he goes, ah, it's London. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And that was it. And that's when I fell in love with London. <laughs> uh, it's London. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um but it trips me out when there's people like that who just have that, you know, obviously it was a big guy, but, you know, I've seen big guys get their ass kicked, you know? Well, it is funny about, so let's talk about that for a second, big guys, right? So, like, I'm, so I'm remembering, right, a friend of mine from Chicago who was a big guy who was a bouncer. And this, uh, 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 Tony was his name. And Tony was, uh, uh, I mean, he was 6'5". He was stacked, he was ripped, and he was covered in tattoos. Like, like this is why, like, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I may never get a tattoo. One of the reasons why I probably, because, like, I feel like tattoos are meant for those people that have those chiseled fucking Adonis fucking muscular bodies. Like, 
the tattoos look awesome on them. Like that's what tattoos <laughs> right. are. Right. And he was that guy. Yeah. And he, you know, it was funny because we'd go to parties like after hours or whatever, and he'd get all fucked up, whatever. He'd take his shirt off, you know, and he'd just be walking around the party, you know, just with his shirt, co- you know, covering. Like he was big, just big. T- but the thing, you know, he was a sweetheart of a guy. He's a badass. You wouldn't ever want to fuck with him. But like if he was your friend, he was your friend. But he was, it was hilarious because if there was ever a guy in a room, like if we were out of a bar or we were out of something and some other dude walked in who was as big as him or bigger, oh, it was on. Like, like he couldn't not know who was tougher. <laughs> so we would be out with Tony and he, this motherfucker. And oh, by the way, man. like, it's like a big dude thing. Like yeah. it wasn't even about him necessarily starting it. No. Like they would just see each yeah. other and sort of look at each other. Like, yeah. Oh, you want, you want to go? Yeah, yeah, you want to go? Yeah. yeah, let's go. And I remember one time oh this God. motherfucker, we were at this club and Tony and this other big ass dude. I mean, these guys are six, five, maybe six, six, you know, 300 pounds, all muscle, like whatever. And they're just going at it, destroying the club. And the club called the cops. And I'll never forget it. Cops fucking rush in to the bar. And of course, everybody's standing around. The cops rush in. They see these two dudes fucking going at it. And the cops are like, hold up. Wait a minute. Just wait a second. And the cops just stood there and watched them go at it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Wait until they were fucking too tired. And then they arrested them. Yeah, man. It's like it's, <laughs> it's like oh no 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 we're not we're not gonna go there. Let's let these guys wear themselves out. What is that about? It's like so interesting. It's like I gotta know who's tougher, me or you. You know, I'm a big guy. You're a big guy. Let's go. It's fucking two fucking bulls meeting. You know, <laughs> in the pasture, and you know, two grizzly bears. You know, <laughs> running up each exactly other. right. Just, That's exactly it's right. Just nature. It's fucking testosterone. That's what it is. Yeah, those guys, uh, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not one of those guys, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's London. <laughs> That's what I love about our friendship. I mean, I've known you since uh, fucking 2003, 2004, or some shit like that. And you still break out stories I never heard. Like, I, like just when I think that I've heard all your stories, you drop some some gem. That's a good one. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a good one. I just, um, you got to get triggered sometimes to remember these things. <laughs> <laughs> My memory's up. That's what I try to tell people. It's like, it's good to be triggered from time to time. It, you know, right. it helps you test your, it tests your metal. But no, you've got to go run and cry and tell Twitter. And yeah, yeah, that's what they do nowadays. Tell Twitter, tell Twitter about it. <laughs> well, that's a good, that's a good story to end on tonight, brother. I, so. I mean, you know, gringo and the man, I mean, you know, we're, 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 we're in it. We're, we're rolling now. I kind of, I mean, I, I'm loving the fact that, uh, not only I get to see you and talk to you and, and, and do our little, what do we call this? A little banter. You said the banter. That's right. I'm digging it. So, um, I'm looking forward to, to more of this. Keep it rolling, man. <laughs> gringo and the man. <laughs> Stay, stay with us, kids. Yeah. We'll go places together. Although, man, we'll go to the most places. I'll bring you along. I'll bring you along. To the gringo sands and the gringo crabs <laughs> and the gringo bouncers in London. <laughs> and I'll bring you back safely. Indeed, indeed. Well, we, uh, we're looking forward to it, brother. All right. You have a great night and uh, we'll keep it rolling. Till next time. All right, gringo. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Gringo and the Man podcast. Please make sure to like this episode, write a review, and share it with your friends on social.
Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any new episodes. Gringo and the Man is produced by Crew West Studios in Los Angeles. Gringo and the Man is edited by We Edit Podcast and hosted by Captivate. Thanks again for listening. Gringo and the Man will be back soon with another episode promoting the importance of good humor and peaceful race relations.